Season 2 of the Pat and JT Podcast. Oh my, now I'm here at last. The best time, always gonna be the best. So come on. Exclusively on the Parkville Network. Right. 402-403-9478. You can text us. Also uh, Facebook, it's Pat and JT. And that's also on Instagram and Twitter as well. Oh my gosh. All right, so first up before we go, because kind of sad news. But I was just going to throw this story out here just real quick. Um, news came out today that Doris Buffett, the sister of Warren, passed away. Oh, his, his I older not sister. And uh, she's 92. And he's, is he, he is younger. Yeah, he's the younger. I think it was. Because, uh, and it was just kind of, I, I, and I saw this and I'd never really heard much about her. Well, she didn't live around here. She was, she was oh, right. raised up here, but she was mostly on the East Coast. And just a couple of quick things about her. Um, she, like, like Warren, want to give away their money, right? And she said about her brother several times, you know, that he's the one that likes to make money and I like to give it away, right? That's yeah. that's what it comes down to. She's a huge philanthropist and had several organizations. And um, he, she helped Warren give away money that people probably don't even know about. You know, like people would write in asking for help. And that's how it should be. If you're going to give away money, you want to be a philanthropist. You don't have to broadcast it everywhere. Exactly. And one of her organizations at one time, the Sunshine Ladies, Lady Foundation, um, founded like in the nineties and what they would do is, and, and he trusted her with this and it entrusted her with going through the letters and, uh, figuring out who and how much and, and what we can do for people. And some cases they would just do it on their own. Like, um, maybe just enough to pay for dental work, maybe enough to pay, uh, legal bills, um, maybe some car repairs and they would just take care of these things. Who knows how many That's times? That's awesome. That's cool. Hundreds of checks. Um, but the funny part was, is that she read every letter and she looked into every, everybody. And one of the quotes that he had about her is if you created your own problems, don't call Doris. Ooh, <laughs> get a stern talking to. <laughs> She's not looking to help you. Man. You created your you own cre- world, man. That's it. But eventually she left the Sunshine Lady Foundation. Then she and her brother developed the Letters Foundation. And when you were mentioning, too, about uh, giving money away and wanting uh, a little bit of praise, mm-hmm. one thing she avoided is what she called the SOBs, which are symphonies, operas, and ballets. That, <laughs> and <that's- laughs> who, who got donations and then get their name in the program. Yeah. Right? She had no interest. She only wanted to help people that were underprivileged, and that's what they did with the Letters Foundation. She said some of the letters were nutty, but most of them were from people who were genuinely desperate and You're just needed have a little nuts. help. That's exactly. cool. Those people, it's the, the people that make sure they tell everybody when they're doing something, or even if it's not, hey, I'm giving $10,000 to blah, 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 right. but they'll post something on Facebook, they'll put it on Twitter, they'll, uh, you know, join me in giving blah, blah, blah. It's yeah. like, you know, I get sharing the message on online about an organization, but as soon as you put a dollar amount to what you gave, it's like, I, I pff, come on. It's, I've even seen people, because organizations want to thank the people that obviously are their benefactors, but there are several times you'll see in those programs where it says anonymous. Yeah. Because they're like, just don't, don't put my name in. Yeah. Just, you know, I did that and that's fine. That's all good. But a little history on uh, the Buffets did not know this. Descendants of 17th century Long Island pickle farmer. What? Who knew? Their, their dad. A pickle farmer? Was a stockbroker. And, and I think also a congressman as well. Technically, um, wouldn't but, that be a cucumber farmer? Because uh, you make pickles out of cucumbers. I don't know how that, they called it a pickle farmer. So yeah. I'm not. I well, maybe, know. yeah. I mean, maybe that they didn't mm-hmm. make salads with their cucumbers. They made pickles. So. Ultimately, they're making pickles. They are ultimately making pickles. So I'm not really sure. But last little thing. She and her siblings, including Warren, and I think there's another uh, sister, Birdie, who survives her. 
Uh, but they were all given intelligence tests when they were children because she was pretty sure that her mom was bipolar. And that's why they were given the intelligence test. She said she only scored two points below Warren. He obviously got a lot out of those two points. <laughs> he did. He worked everything <laughs> out of those two points. And the last line from Warren Buffett, he said she really wanted her last check to bounce. Because she wanted <laughs> to give cool. it all away. They both That's are a great trying. line. I want my last check to bounce. Exactly. Because yeah. they wanted to give it all away in their lifetime. And he said he's going <laughs> to give it all away, right? Yeah. And it, that's, it's all going to go to foundations, millions and billions of dollars. And it's, it's being funneled out to different organizations and people. Um, but I love that. She really wanted her last check to bounce. That's a great line. That's a great way to live. Or e- e- It gets like, you to the end and then yep, done. On your tombstone, <laughs> my last check bounced. Yeah. Something, you know? yeah, that's a great, that is a great line. I love, never heard that before. I had neither. And I was like, this is, it came from the New York Times. Um, it was where this article was printed and I'm sure it's in several other places too, but the guy who wrote this one. That'll be the name of our podcast today too. Oh, I want yeah. my last want, check well, to bounce. Yep, I want my last check to bounce. <laughs> I just love the story. And I was like, I'd never heard of her. And, you know, you don't hear a lot about the family. And especially because of their age, mm-hmm. they've all lived their own lives. And everybody only knows Warren here, but his family was here six generations or has been here. At least she was part of the sixth generation that was raised here. Um, but it's just it's like, wow, you didn't realize. I wonder if there are any Buffets in Omaha that aren't related to Warren Buffett. Because that would be a drag. Wow. You go to the store. <laughs> what's your name? It's Pat Buffett. <clears throat> Wow. You go to the bank for a loan? Uh Uh-huh. Well, come on in. Oh, really, Mr. Buffett? (laughs) Yeah. And it's actually buffet, but we we pronounce it Buffett. In my case, it would be, Uh wouldn't it? It's like, sure, it was buffet, but now it's Buffett. (laughs) I would would add a T. Right. Buffet is one T. Buffett is two. He's two. Okay. So I think buffet is one T. So I'd add a T. (laughs) Why not? Add a T, you get a lot of privileges. And hopefully you get some freebies with that. (laughs) Because it always seems like the ones who don't need it get the freebies. Right? No, I know. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Want to put your name on it, say, well, look, we've got Mr. Buffett as a member. Yeah. You got a loan at our bank. Mr. Buffet is at our bank. (laughs) You know, there was a a long time ago when Warren Buffett, one of his books, I don't know how many books he's had, came out. No idea. Um, But it was, gosh, it was 10 years ago, if not more. And I was at Barnes & Noble and the kids were, I think it was like some- Oh, you were with the kids. Yeah. Oh yeah. I was was like, wait. I've had a coffee in there by myself Talk about bury the lead. Hold on. (laughs) I would not, I would not darken, darken the hall, the doll, what is it? Darken Darken the the doorway. Darken the doorway of Barnes and Noble had I not had children there. Not a chance. In 20 years from now, you say I went to Barnes and Noble. It's going to be, huh? What's that? (laughs) That's sad. a place to buy digital books? Um, So they had a a little stand-up thing and it was Warren's book. And, but they had these like Bluetooth headphones. You could put them on and there was a little- like a descriptive narrator. And the guy, the kids were like, it was a group reading thing. So I was kind of wandering around. And as I put the headphones on, I pushed the button. And the guy who was voicing that little trailer for the yeah. book called him Warren Buffet. To this day, I will never forget that. And it said, Warren, I went down to the manager. I'm like, have you heard, have you listened to this? Oh my God. They call Warren by Warren Buffet. <laughs> and he was just floored. He's like, oh, I can't believe it. Yeah. Uh, somebody obviously didn't do their job. No. Or misspelled the script. Something. I don't didn't know. Listen but back to the final, like, are final you edit. Me? Warren uh-huh. Buffet. Wow. Wow. I'm sure you'd laugh. <laughs> Probably. Probably not the first time that happened. Has That's happened. That's great. Yeah. Um, uh, we had interesting little, uh, it's been a little session yesterday here at Parkville Media. We produce a lot of podcasts, one of them being Out of Nowhere with Danny Woodhead and Matt Slauson. Mm-hmm. And they were in talking to a friend of theirs, former teammate. It's kind of their, their little sweet spot here. They've, they've, both of those guys, 
Woodhead and Slauson played in the NFL for 10 years. So they, and they've only been out, gosh, two, maybe three. Yeah. And they were together for how many years? Cause they like two different yeah. teams. They Didn't were two they different play teams. Together? Like for a year, I think in New York and then in San Diego for three years uh, together, I believe, or That's two, interesting. two or three. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so their I mean their podcast is great and they get a lot of really good guests. Eric Weddle was one of their teammates at the time in San Diego and they were talking to him and he still lives in San Diego. He's newly retired and all these guys just getting out of the NFL for the last 10 years. Like they were talking yesterday that Danny he goes I don't even know if I could which I like I looked at him and I'm like I don't think I could ever. He goes I don't think I could pick up a 50 pound dumbbell. I'm like I didn't even know they had 50 pound dumbbells. <laughs> But like these guys don't have to work out every day anymore. It's funny you say that real quick because I had cat litter <laughs> delivered yesterday and it weighs thirty seven pounds. And I know the UPS guy was cussing me. Oh, I'm bringing, sure. And then I went out to pick it up off the door, off the stoop, right to bring it in. I'm, oh God! Right. Oh wow! Two at once because it came in a box of two. That's the way it was packaged. So it was, it was like, a super deal. So, like, so, so, so over seventy pounds? No, no, no. Oh, altogether thirty seven. Thirty seven oh. total. Like, holy cow! So it's in this super duper well reinforced box, but it was this great special, and I'm like, well, I got to do it, and I hate doing it to the. That's why you Sorry. tip your delivery guys sometimes. I gotta leave them. I gotta leave something. Six pack or something. Like seriously, <laughs> like a Mike's hard but, or something yeah, out on the, the porch. Thirty seven. Like oh my god, I'm gonna inside <laughs> and set it down. Jeez. Anyway, back you to winded your... just walking up the stairs <laughs> without carrying anything. And then you carry something. It's like holy cow. <laughs> Gosh. I should look back at the video and see if you flipped off my camera. That you actually should. That'd be hilarious. <laughs> or just uh, <sighs> takes a breather. So back to your fifty pound weight. Okay. Uh, so yeah, they're they're just like all, everybody's nav- trying to navigate this new life after being there hasn't been a day they haven't worked out for football uh, wow. or worked out in general. And they're all right. like you know all into golf and all this stuff. But they were talking to Eric Weddle. He has he has young kids. And they were talking about, and, and Matt Slauson was saying the same thing too, about how with the, the e-learning and stuff this last semester and then going in in California anyway and some other places, this yeah. fall it's going to be all at home as well. Yeah. So um, Eric Weddle and his wife were talking about um, how they would split up the day, you know, and, and Slauson did the same thing. His wife would take the morning classes and he would do the afternoon. It's just a drag on these these guys, mm-hmm. Every anybody who what, isn't a teacher. And they were talking about that and and colleges and then they got of course back into sports and in college football specifically and these guys were all adamant that everybody everybody should be in school and they that's what they believe right. and that everybody should be playing sports just mm-hmm. get out there and play sports because that you know some of the ridiculous rules that they have now where you can play a game but you can't go ask another teammate or team member for a jersey they wore because you don't want to but you just right. basically humped them on the ground while you're tackling them exactly well it makes no sense it goes right along with we've heard about the schools in arizona i think wisconsin i don't know about california it wouldn't surprise me but they, they're doing mostly e-learning but they're using the schools as daycares so if you want you, you need to bring your child to daycare because you need to go to work. Go to work. You can't stay home anymore. Um, you can bring them in for an additional fee. Of course. Oh, yeah, for and sure. And it's like, no, wait, I'm paying, I'm paying my school taxes here, mm-hmm. and my kids aren't going to school, but they are doing the e-learning, but, they are in the, but you want me to pay more to bring my child to school for daycare. Right. That's a bunch of, that's a bunch of crap. But they, what, money what grab choice do they have? Is what it's not, exactly. It's a total money grab. And that's what these guys were talking about with college athletics, that the kids in certain states, certain areas of the country aren't going back to campus. They're, they're learning from home because mm-hmm. it's not safe. But then they're having these kids get on the football field and play. And it just looks like a money grab. And, it looks terrible. And I think, you know, I think the majority of people just say, let's just play. Let's get back to normal life if we can, know. you know, be safe with it. But if you're not, if you're going to have some of the kids not show up because it's not safe, then how can you, how on earth can you have college football players playing 
in that instance. It's because it's, it's going to be a disaster because they're going to have one one person's going to test positive, then that team is going to have to go into quarantine, and then those next two games are going to be canceled that they're mm-hmm. supposed to play, and then they get back and the other teams quarantine. It's just a mess. Weren't they talking about that with the Huskers too? Yeah. The whole deal that if somebody tests positive, then or something happens, they've left room in the schedule because it's ten games, but it's twelve weeks, something like that. So yeah. you've got a couple buys. So maybe move things around in case, you know, if you're looking at that schedule right now, I know a lot of people were upset just on its face because I think we play Ohio and they're coming off a bye week and we're coming off a pretty tough schedule week after week, right? I'm thinking that's two months away. Who knows oh, yeah. if Ohio's, you know, you know what I mean? If something happens and the I whole thing gets shot to hell. I, I, I doubt we even play. Ohio. I, I doubt the season even makes it that far. Cause like you said, yeah. somebody tests and then they all go into quarantine for two weeks and then it just, yeah. I just don't think it's going to happen. We just saw that with baseball, right? Mm-hmm. So it is, it's it's going to be an experiment, but you're right, because it used to be, and, and granted, it's not the same way anymore, but for the schools, if you didn't go to school, you didn't get to do extracurricular activities. Mm-hmm. Granted, they're, they're schooling, but they're not going to school, but yet it's okay to come in for the extracurricular activities. It, uh, it just- That's- It wrong. just doesn't make sense. <laughs> and, and his, and Eric Weddle was talking about his kids, his kids are not doing- and not doing well, and and they're doing the best they can do as parent teachers, but the the kids don't respect them. Just like kids don't respect you, your you as a parent or you as a teacher. They'll respect you as a parent, right? But they don't respect you as a teacher, so they're not getting that same experience. And his kids aren't be aren't um, they're not uh, thriving like they should, and right. they're just not the same kids they were last year. And that's sad. That's well, I can understand because they probably think, well, you're not as smart as my teacher because the teacher is a teacher, you know, in their mind. That's a teacher. You're not a teacher. Your dad. Right. Your mom. Yeah, great, 100%. But you're not a teacher. Uh, one country, it might be, it was in Africa, and it might be, I can't remember, but the, the, what they decreed was um, all the kids, school's off for the year. They're not doing anything. Everybody has to repeat the year. Oh. Across the board. So whatever grade you were supposed to be going into this fall. We're just going to do it so next year. Is that necessarily a bad thing? I don't. Th- I've never heard. I hadn't heard that. But if everybody mm-hmm. just said we're pausing here, we'll see you next fall, and everybody's going to pick up your. Everybody's going to graduate a year later. There's a couple of, was it UConn that they decided they're not having a football season because they were in a in a conference. They just left a conference, the Atlantic, mm, or something. Sure. That it's one I'm not familiar with, but I think they just left it. But anyway, since they didn't have a conference. They were like, you know what? We're just going to call it. We're not going to do it. We're just going to start uh, working on our building our team and looking at next year. It's a great idea. And just and put it off. Just take it off the table, and let's just cut our losses and, and move forward. Yeah. I mean, what's going to happen? And, and these guys had great points on this. And uh, actually, Nick Baugh and uh, Bo Rude they talked about it in Nick's podcast. And I'll put the link in our little description yeah. um, about the schedule and about this stuff too. But that these kids are, you know, they're finely tuned athletes, but they're used to schedules and playing and all that. And you get them off, you get them not playing a couple weeks, not working out the same. Mm -hmm. You're going to get kids injured, career ending. Why risk it? That's the truth. Why risk it? And that goes both physically and mentally back to what the player in California, Weddle, um, talking about his children not thriving. You're seeing more and more of the uh, academics coming forward and saying, we got to get something done. I mean, it's got to be one or the other because the kids are suffering. They right. They, they are suffering. They need because that's either either that's what they're used to, or maybe they never had it. But you you see it with anybody. You've seen it in people. You see it in animals. If they're isolated mm-hmm. or taken out of their 
uh, regular environment. But some some of them are don't even have a regular environment. If they're kindergarten, first grade, yeah, maybe second grade even, it's still not routine. It's weird. But yeah. we're just going to stay home now, and it's like, ah. Uh, that's, yeah, it's time for you to move on because you got to take the next steps. I like that idea of just you know? pausing everything for a year, and, and then instead of graduating when you're 18, you graduate when you're 19. You, you graduate college at 23 instead of 22. It's a whole you know? generation. Yeah, because well, otherwise, of, of kids. Back to just football for a sec. Who's going to look at this season and go, "Man, we were 10 and 0." Well, what does that mean? <laughs> or we were eight and four. Who cares? Yeah. It doesn't because yeah. this season doesn't matter. There's not going to be it's a national champ. Matter. There's not going to be conference champions. There's not going to be anything. So what? What's the point? This, this really could be, it could be an opportunity too. And I know I've heard some people mention that of restructuring the way education is done as well. And maybe there's a way that they can, instead of K through 12, maybe there's a way that some things, you know, can be doubled up or you can yeah. take advanced classes or, you know, so that they can gain their ground back. Because for some of the kids, I know some of the kids are thriving in this because they get to go at their own pace. Yeah. Whether it's fast or slow, oh, and, they get to go at their own pace. And Bennett is one of those, which didn't surprise me, but I figured yeah. I was being, a, being a kid, I was once a 17-year-old boy. <laughs> as, I wouldn't have seen this as an opportunity to get my stuff done. Yeah. He has enough credits. He can graduate in October. He, he can that's graduate awesome. after the first, they call it semester, but it's yeah. not a semester because that's two semesters. Um, <laughs> and they have like two. four semesters. <laughs> so, <Those would> be- <laughs> and you wonder why I didn't graduate after <laughs> early. Anyway. <laughs> Yeah, he has enough classes. Class. He really tore it up, you know, right. and, and get kind of focusing. And yeah, he's he could be done. He's not going to. He's going to stay, take some electives and spread some stuff out. Can so he, he take some school. college courses? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah. If, he, if he graduates, in, the plan is to graduate in December. And then in the spring, if you either graduate or take classes at Metro while you're still in school, um, they're 50% off. Exactly. Yeah, so he's going exactly. to look into that. So that's pretty awesome. But That's, a way yeah, to, that's and, thinking. And, but I don't know how many kids are like that. I don't yeah. know how many kids are really thriving because most kids I know um, love that the, the day-to-day interaction, the they going need, to school. The, the they need the socialization, yeah. right? They really need mm-hmm. that. So, and especially Bennett being older, um, maybe that's that's a, a good thing. Yeah. Um, but well, and if, Funny, quick little side story about him. <laughs> Two nights ago, I'm driving down our neighborhood and I see his car like turn around like he's getting ready to leave. So he's coming down. We meet each other on the street. He wasn't going to stop. And I'm looking to see him coming at me and I'm waving my hand and he's waving. I'm like, no, no, stop. stop. <laughs> he pulls up. He's like, what, dad? I got to get going. He's meeting his buddies fishing. I go, hey, get out of your car for a sec. He goes, why? I got to go. I could just get out of your car. He gets out. I said, look on the hood. He looked up. The, fi- the tackle box was on the hood. <laughs> oh, on the top. <laughs> on the hood. Oh, yeah, the, hood, uh, on the roof. On the, the roof. roof. Sorry, not it was the, on the, the roof. roof. It was sitting on the roof. He goes, oh, God. <laughs> I said, yeah, that's why I wanted you to stop. And this is a kid graduating early. Right, in October. <laughs> yeah. Still a kid. Mm-hmm. Still a boy. Still a boy. God. That's awesome. Oh, my God. Fantastic. Well, yeah, definitely check out some of the other podcasts if you get a chance. Um, because there, there's some really good stuff in there. If you're looking for content, looking for things to listen to, yeah, uh, love to hear your suggestions also. I just got done listening to, I'm, I'm on the last episode of blood ties. I think it's called. Okay. I've heard it's, of that. It's a scripted mm-hmm. six, six part series. I've Very good. good. I've heard it's good. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So it's so, a little pod suggestion for you. I mean, just like to throw them out there because yeah. I'm always looking for something to, to dive into. And, and those are easy when they're just five or six part series. Right. Uh, not, it's like you want more though. I know. Mm-hmm. I know. I'll look for more of them. Yeah. But yeah. So anything you can pass along, please feel free and, and uh, 
Look forward to yeah. hearing from you. We appreciate it. So uh, yeah, down in the show notes, uh, links to all the pot. And that Weddle episode is now uh, for another few days. So mon- okay. Monday as we are now. But anyway, so um, thanks for listening. It's Pat and JT, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Pat and JT Podcast. A Parkville Media Production.